Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see it. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, and I'm so happy to have Jay from the Hip Hop Corner back with me today. Yo, look, last time we talked, it was epic, yo. It was an epic interview. I thought it was so dope. I was geeked about it. It was on Skype, though, so the the <laughs> so the quality of that video wasn't quite there, um, but the audio was classic, and I'm so geeked to have him back on the show. Bro, how are you doing? How's the, um, how's the video going? How's your video community going? How's that, that popping off for you now? Yeah, man. Um... In the words of Michael Jordan, I'm back. Bad. You know, I'm back. <laughs> no, man, everything is moving pretty smoothly, man. Um, still getting ridiculed in the comments, but I love it. Um, you know, so that, that's my thing. That's the reason why we are different from everybody else is that we welcome all types of comments, whether bad, good, whatever. So all that's going good. Uh, the transition over into doing everything remotely has been a little difficult. But outside of that, man, everything is, everything is rolling well. How are y'all dealing with the transition to, to going remote? Have you picked up any new strategies, any new things that, you know, that, that kind of make, make it feel a little bit more innovative than it felt before? Yeah, man. So um, honestly, it's easier. I love it, man. So just, just to kind of give you some insight, when we, when we film on location, right, um, so we don't really have a studio or whatever, we are literally filming on a camera, right, a pretty, pretty decent camera, but we're filming on a camera then recording the audio like separately on a, on a different recording device. So I have to go in, I have to sync them both together. You know what I'm saying? And then do the editing and different things like that. It's probably a three to four hour process in order just to get an episode done. And that that's minus, you know, getting it for the radio, you know, the yeah. radio station that we're on. So yeah, man, it's uh, it, it's definitely been a whole lot easier recording remotely and being able to just put in some edits and upload. Look, that, that's crazy because you do want to make sure you sync that audio with it because you don't want that effect that that um what's that that <laughs> Bruce Man. Lee effect right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. That's crazy, yo. Um, all right, Beth. <laughs> so look, let's let's talk a little bit about um the last dance because I mean people you know people in our generation it's been crazy. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's been a crazy look back at stuff we didn't know. I was telling my little sister just yesterday, based on what we saw, right, like, coming up, all you saw was Jordan smiling in front of the cameras, right? If you didn't think that Jordan was, like, the black version of basketball Jesus, you just, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what it was. He was so clean, so pristine. You never heard him curse, right? Like, you never heard, like, he was almost like the basketball version of what Hulk Hogan was for wrestling. Eat your vitamins, do right, be yeah. nice, be kind, dominate, right? Like, that was, that was his deal. Nobody saw all this extra stuff that was happening behind the scenes. It's been unreal for, um, for me, right, to get that view because there wasn't Twitter. There wasn't all this stuff back then, right? So it's been super weird for me. In your opinion, what has been the most enjoyable thing about this show, The Last Dance? So the most enjoyable thing is definitely the nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? Being able to kind of, now granted, I, I mean, I was super young when all of this was going. I can't say just super young, but I mean, elementary. Um, in, yeah, elementary, honestly, is where I was during all of this. And so, you know, you really didn't 
you really didn't understand the magnitude of it all. But like you said, clean, cookie cutter, like you knew Gatorade wasn't going to have him on if he did, if he, if that image wasn't real, right? You knew Nike wasn't going to be supporting him if that image was not real. Wheaties, different things like that. But going through and seeing, you know, how he was in the practices and we didn't hear about that fight with Steve Kerr until we got up in age. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these things that, that are coming out is like, yo, like, that's crazy. Like, yo, he was really, you know, a butt, like in so many words, you know what I'm Savage. saying? <laughs> but uh, it's just really been enjoyable. The nostalgia. Um, I'm not even looking at this through the lens of what everybody else is looking at it through in the terms of, see, this is why he's better than LeBron and different things like that. Like, I'm not even going there. Like, it's just good to just see how somebody took it so seriously. Like, you know, a lot of these people and it's dope that they're there now, but a lot of these people understand it's just basketball. I get paid millions of dollars to play a game. I'm going to do as much as I can, but I'm not going to break myself down for it. Jordan was a different beast, man. I didn't realize how much of a different beast he was. If you didn't want to play like me, you can get out. Period. That's what it was like. Yo, I felt when he said that, I felt if the camera would have stayed on him for too long, he would have broke down crying. Yeah. And now my question to you is why, like why, why in that moment was he so emotional in your opinion? Like why, why was he so emotional in that moment? The only thing that I can think of is it had to be because at that moment he realized how much he lost by being so dedicated. Hmm. Like the friendships, you know what I'm saying? The, the uh, normalcy, you know what I mean? Just th those are, that's immediately what I went to when I saw that he was about to break down because he saw that his drive and his competitive nature literally cost him some things that he'll never be able to get back. Mm, that's a big deal, man. Like that's a, that's a big deal. And honestly, I didn't think about that. I, I didn't think that's new insight. I love that. Um, okay. Let, let's ask you this question. What, what was the most shocking thing? So throughout the series, what was the most shocking thing that you've seen? Man, the fact that he's that this man, I've never seen nobody carry a grudge as much as Mike. That the whole <laughs> the whole Isaiah Thomas situation, you know what I'm saying? Like still to this day, the the way he feels, I'm like, and then on one side I was like, you know, that's a level of maturity that he doesn't have. Uh, on this 50, what is he, 55, right? Yeah, this, well, I, I don't uh, know. Uh, I think 53, 55. I don't know. Right, not, right. Yeah. He ran off in there you haven't reached that level of, level of maturity to realize we're no longer in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? And, and what made me come to this, it wasn't just the Isaiah thing. Um, Charles Barkley was getting interviewed and they were like, yo, you know, do you ever think that, you know, y'all will be able to get back? He was like, no. He was like, ever since that day, I criticized him for being an owner. And we all criticized Jordan for being a Kwame Brown. Really? Like you went after Kwame Brown. Like, come on. And, if it would have worked out, we would have said he was one of the greatest, you know, greatest owners ever. But it didn't work out. So we have to judge on the fact that it didn't work out. And those Charlotte teams were trash in the beginning. <laughs> They're competitive now. But just the fact that, the, you know, he was like, man, we had a great friendship. Chuck, he was saying, oh, we had a great friendship. We were the best of friends. But Mike ain't called me yet. And it's been, you know, he said 20 years, but it ain't no way it's been 20 years. He ain't owned the Charlotte, Charlotte for 20 years. <laughs> But, you know, ten, at least 10, he was like, he ain't called me. So listening to these interviews, I think the most shocking things is to know that he carries this past, like years past, 
his playing time in the NBA. So that's the most shocking thing out of all of this. Yeah, like um, Sports Center, not Sports Center, um, Sports Illustrated comes out with something about him. He no longer messes with them. Man. Right? Like, <laughs> you know what? I wonder if it costs that, right? To be the greatest basketball player of all times and, and to be noted as that, right? As you're like one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And actually, to some, the greatest hands down without question. You know what I mean? If, if you're that, right? Well, maybe you also can't be a great owner. Maybe you can't also be a great baseball player. Maybe you also can't be a great friend. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But, I mean, we have to look at it like this, right? Um, I, would, I would agree with that if LeBron wasn't the person who he is. LeBron wow. literally came into the league and did everything that he wanted to do. I remember him getting ridiculed for, you know, having the whole, you know, whole camaraderie, you know, taking, doing the fake pictures yeah, and the yeah, poses. Yeah, yeah. Remember that whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he don't know how to win. Oh, he doesn't have the killer instinct. Oh, this, oh, that. But yet he's nice. You yeah. haven't heard anything, you know, anything bad about him. Um, he's an excellent teammate. He wait, jump. wait, wait. He will get rid of you, though. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> no. Allegedly. Nah, Nah, let us get to the halfway point and we ain't winning. He started looking around like. But, but at the same time, I mean, he he's, that's, that's the control that Jordan never had. You ain't never seen Jordan get rid of a whole team mid-season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a whole team mid-season. Wait, and then go to the team that he took all the players from. <laughs> and since I, you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, yo, LeBron is smarter than what we thought. He got rid of everybody that he actually wanted to play with and sent them to L.A. and just got rid of all the people he didn't want to play with. He took them out of L.A. and took them to the finals. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's LeBron. So, like I say, just everything that we saw of Jordan, it is the complete opposite of LeBron outside of how great he is. Mm. And LeBron is still at that mark. You know what he's, I'm saying? And the funny part is people, people say he's close to that mark, but not quite there. You feel what I'm saying? And, and when, they, when they look back, and I wonder, um, I wonder how much, I, I want to do a poll of, of just people in, in this age range like just people who are like maybe 20 right now you feel right. what i'm saying i want to know from those people how much do they appreciate this look back because we're honestly if it wasn't for the coronavirus and this pandemic we like certain people be watching this but not probably not everybody no you know what i mean but everybody's watching this we're watching this as if it's a, a nba series yep. you feel what i'm saying like we're we're like into this as if it's like the final four and everybody's hanging on every episode, and it's because we're in this situation and because this is the thing we have. I don't know what we're going to do after next week. Yeah, right? Because that's it, right? That's the last two episodes, yeah. right? Yeah, and maybe we'll get into MMA or something. Well, um, well, I, hey, they did good uh, this past weekend, by the way. Big facts, big facts. Yeah. Yo, so, all right. Look, if, if the people are gearing up, I think the media teams are gearing up right now to start coming back. Right. And they're, they're kind of getting to that point where they're getting close and maybe they're, you know, maybe they're going to come back. If they do come back in your opinion, which team has one of the, has the best chance of winning this year? Well, Oklahoma city, man, come on, dude. Everybody counted us out. <laughs> Big facts though. Everybody, <laughs> right, right. Everybody counted us out. We're, we're, we ended number five in the West. You know what I'm saying? So big surprise. Now, 
um, that's always going to be, I'm always going to be pulling for them. Same reason why you always going to pull for New Orleans. Um, huh? I'm, 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 oh, yeah, you, I know, not at all. <laughs> um, but I'm always going to pull for Oklahoma City. But um, definitely, man, that L.A. team is way better than what I thought. Um, both L.A. teams, you know what I'm saying? Um, on top of, yo, Giannis and, and, and Milwaukee, man, that is crazy. And then who would have thought Toronto would be where they are? So I think, honestly, it's a giant toss-up. It, it is mm-hmm. a giant – out of those four, it's a giant toss-up. But I'm going to tell you something that you probably ain't thought about, right? So check this out. They say if it comes back, it's going to come back. The other thing that I heard was that they would at least play about two weeks of the regular season in order to get them in basketball shape and different things like that, right? I think Kevin Durant could actually come back. Oh, wait. If the, hold on. If that is the case, and this okay. donor is if they if they come back, let's say August, that's what I'm saying. August. Um, but he he was he's been very clear. I'm not coming back, blah, 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 blah. You know, all these things. But this was all before the coronavirus pandemic and this extra layoff time. Brooklyn is sitting at number seven right now. If they were outside of the playoffs, then yeah, you could probably say, nah, it ain't a possibility. But I mean. They got a chance. I don't know. You tell me. I just saw something. No, I just saw something um, that where Katie reiterated that he wasn't coming back this season. Really? Yeah, regardless of – because I was thinking the same thing. Actually, I was so into that move, I picked him up on both of my fantasy basketball teams. (laughs) Just in case. (laughs) (laughs) So while everybody chilling with the pandemic, I'm on my fantasy basketball like, all right, let's see if you come back. Let's see if – I'm grabbing everybody. Clay Thompson, like I'm picking up everybody. But that's a smart – I'm just saying. You said you weren't coming back to next season. Well, the opening of of next season and everything starts around September as far as preseason and all of that. If they start in August, what's to prevent you from coming back? Big because fact. they said that they would start in August and then um, they wouldn't start the next season until Christmas, which would be where the biggest games are um, in the NBA, quite like, you know, Thanksgiving in the NFL. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It was just a good theory for me. But, I mean, he's staying true to his guns. But KD's a liar. So how much stock can we really put in? <laughs> Come on, man. Oklahoma City native still hurt. Yo, I feel <laughs> Shaq said, whoever wins this championship, if the season does come back, it'll have an asterisk next to the win, right? And they should cancel the season, and he just doesn't see the logic in them coming back. Do you see any logic in his train of thought, and do you agree with him? No, nah, not at all. Um, I mean, it depends on who wins, I guess is the biggest thing. So if one of the two L.A. teams win or um, – Milwaukee or um, Toronto or maybe even uh, uh, Boston, you know, if one of those wins, you can't put an asterisk by it. The reason why I mm. said it, they were already the foregone conclusion to make this happen, right? But say if an Oklahoma City wins, right? Yes, I would say there's an asterisk because the layoff, uh, even mm. though we were playing very well, you know, you had um, Chris Paul who, who was all-star, you know, top – Five point guards in the league, you know, at that time. Um, Shea Gidris Alexander is going off, you know, and, and to the point of nobody thought that we would be this far. So, but it would still be an extra because the extra layoff time gave us extra time and different things like that. But if one of the top four seeds out of the entire NBA wins, nah, it shouldn't be no asterisk. But I definitely think that it needs to come back because there's too many question marks. 
What can LeBron and a healthy LeBron and KD do? Did Paul George and uh, the Claw, you know, Kawhi Leonard, make the right move? Is Toronto, you know, as good without Kawhi? They obviously seem like they are, but I'm just saying, can Giannis carry his team to the finals? You know what I mean? And is Oklahoma City really, you know, can we go up a couple of more spots? Like, there are too many question marks that that has to be answered. You cannot cancel the season. Yo, they are. Um, I'm hearing rumors from uh, from New York that New York thinks that Chris Paul could jumpstart their move back into relevancy, and they want. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! And they want to they want to take Chris Paul away from you guys. How would you, as an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, feel about that? Um, honestly, we're not holding on to Chris Paul. Um, we're happy that he's here. We're happy for what he's doing. Uh, but we know that this is the time to get younger. We need, we appreciate staying competitive. But, hey, if you want Chris Paul, you got to give us – we'd love to unload that contract. Just give us some more picks. We'll, we'll take it. Because you got to understand, all the superstars that we built and that the league has, we drafted. It wasn't out of no trade. It wasn't none of that. You think of NBA champion Serge Ibaka. NBA champion Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? One of the most feared drivers in the game in, in James Harden. One of the most feared point guards in the game in Russell Westbrook. Reggie Jackson is putting in crazy numbers in Detroit. Like, Victor Oladipo, you know what I'm saying? Like, these people who passed – now, we didn't draft Victor, but I'm just saying these people who passed through Oklahoma City, our development – our player development is A1. So, with that being said, like – yeah, give us more picks. We'll, we'll unload this contract because we don't want to be stuck with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take the picks. We, we're, we're good with that. Where is the love for what he's done for the city? We're happy. If he stays, he stays. But because of the point that we're in, we wouldn't be sad to see him go. That's real. That's real. I can feel that. I can feel that. Look, let's um let's talk CHH for a second, man. Um, Got to talk Christian hip-hop. Okay, there's, there's this genre. <laughs> Well, a semi-genre, as, as some people <laughs> a would say. Sub-genre of a sub-genre? <laughs> as some people say, called Christian hip-hop, right? Oh, oh yeah, I've heard about it. That's got yeah. that uh, Nathan Ferristein or something like that. Nate, Nate yeah, 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 yeah. He's in, he's, um, well, I don't know if he's in, <laughs> but I've heard that, <laughs> that at least he started in. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, he's pretty big. Yeah, he is, he is pretty big. Some people are trying to um, kick him out. There's also another guy. <laughs> In um in this uh he goes by the name Lecrae, um oh that's how you said it that Lecrae fella I, I didn't know how to yes, say that yes when yes yes read it I, yeah it took me a while as well but <laughs> but, 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 but but yes Lecrae um he's recently tweeted out that um he looked he tweeted out something so simple bro it, it's crazy um what actually he tweeted out he just said God be with um the family of Ahmad Aubrey, right? Like, that's all he said. He's just like, God be with that family. And the response he got was ridiculous, right? The response he got was ridiculous. Here's one of the responses that he highlighted on his Instagram page. Um, this guy um, named The Truth Seeker, I'm pretty, I don't know if you've seen this or not since you, you know, I'm familiar with the genre. But um, once, <laughs> once again, Lecrae, I'm sorry, Lecrae is yeah, pushing man. a lying liberal agenda. The dude ran at them. 
I'm sure there's more to the story. Stop pushing lying racist narrative. You wonder why you've lost a ton of supporters with your music. Bro, like, I mean, to be honest, I think this is ridiculous, right? And the amount of stuff that 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 happens. But this was a, a response from one of somebody, especially who's following him, right? At least, right? Why does he get this type of response from from the Christian hip hop community? Well, because the Christian hip hop community don't know whether or not they want to like or <clears throat> or hate Lecrae. It's just mm. what it is. Because he is so abstract of what you think the flag bearer for Christian hip hop should be. At that point, he's going to get this this ridiculed, you know, um, darn if he does and darn if he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's just that's just the place. <clears throat> the the mass the vast majority of Christian hip hop fans, eighty percent of them are not the same race as Lecrae. Eighty percent of them are not the same race as eighty percent of the Christian hip hop artists. So to keep it a buck, they don't understand and and they are going to get sick of hearing about it all the time. You know what I'm saying? In their music. But we have to understand that that's their reality. That's what they're going to rap about. But anytime that you're in the, you think of any player that's in or anybody that's in the spotlight, they can never do anything right or wrong. Or they can't, they can never do anything right. So LeBron, for instance, you know what I'm saying? He couldn't win championships. Now it's, well, he can't get as many as Jordan. Or now mm. it's if he does get as many as Jordan, he'll still be, you know, 6-12 and 12 in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, that's where Lecrae is. If he puts out a, an album, if he goes back to his Rebel days, which he kind of did with ATWT, it's, oh, that's too preachy, right? But then if he winds up going, like, far like he did with um, Church Clothes 1, you know, oh, you run away from the gospel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he can't do anything right. He can't speak out on anything. You know what I'm saying? And ever since he quit being the evangelical mascot, what, six, seven years ago, he's been getting a lot of this, you know? So it, it just comes with the territory, man. He's in that spot. Does that, like, do you think it dampens his his passion a little bit? Do you think it, it, it makes him... Like, could we eventually, or could these type of things eventually, I don't know, run him away? Uh, I don't think so. Just because he said that he was in that place, um, in the making of ATWT, mm-hmm. he was in that place. And if he didn't leave then, I doubt he's going to leave now that he's close to the end, right? I don't think he's ever going to retire fully. Um, but he said himself in an interview that he'll be taking a, a more of a, a background role and you can see that with them, you know, uh, signing Hovey, with them, you know, signing What Up RG and One K Few and One Day, you know, all these young uh, rappers, he's gearing up to be able to push the new wave. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think we'll ever run him out. Um, I just don't think he'll ever claim us either. Mm. And I don't know, because I felt like there's been a, a new claiming of us, if there's, you know what I mean? Like, along with the new um, new attention to kind of him kind of going back to whatever, right? I felt like there has been a new claiming of us. Um, that's what it kind of felt like, at least, right? You saw his interview with Track Stars. Um, you see his interview. Like, he had a few interviews kind of getting himself kind of back into um, that community. So I feel like there is a little bit of claiming of us if, if that, if that's the kind of thing. Do you feel that same way or do you feel like, I mean, you don't know. I, 
I guess I don't even care. <laughs> I think that's mm. what it boils down to. Like, I don't care anymore because, you know, we know where he came from. We know where he spent a lot of his time. We understand why he went the way that he did. We see the fruit of him doing what he did. I mean, you got to think about it. All the placements that Christian hip hop is getting right now. I know that's not solely because of him, but I think that he has a huge, re um, a huge hand in it. You know what I'm saying? We get USA Today articles written on us. You know what I mean? And if you look, at that, US, look at that USA Today article, what they talked about, they talked about, I want to say six different people and only three of those, two of those people weren't connected to reach. And that was social club and um, who was social club and uh, NF. So, you know, him getting on Sway and, and making Sway them aware and being on the Breakfast Club and different things like that. Like, we get it now. We're seeing the fruits of him kind of stepping out the way that he did. Um, so it's just kind of one of those wash things. Like, whether he says it with his mouth or not, like, I am CHH or I come from CHH, doesn't matter anymore because we see what he has what he has given us. And then his message has never changed in his music. I don't care what nobody say. If you listen to Lecrae. That's my thought. That, and that's yeah, my point. That's always been my changed. point. So who's like, just to get a, just to give people something to go listen to, right? Who, who's, who in your mind are those leaders of the new, new school, the leaders of the new wave? Um, well, I, I would say, um, <clears throat> like I said, uh, what up RG, uh, Paris careers. I think Paris careers has his foot on that on that new wave seriously man um one day definitely um i think coop trill um is somebody that's uh really making moves around and then you know mitch Durrell, which i know you had on your show um is really really trying to push that uh chris noel yo that dude is fire i heard he can speak like six different languages or something like that dude is crazy man so we i mean we have a lot zay hill who's knocking out the feature game um, Theo Blue, like, man, dude, there's, there's all kinds. That's what I love about this. Like, I really try to compare us to mainstream hip-hop a lot, like, as far as the infrastructure and, you know, kind of how they move with their rookies and underground people and different things like that. And then I go and look to see if we have people in that same space. And we do. We do. A lot of these, you know, they have a lot of these lulls and people that's coming up and release the singles and different things like that. And then we turn around and we have the exact same thing in our backyard. Um, so I think, man, it's, it's beautiful. So, yeah, man, definitely people can go and check all them out. Absolutely. Yo, yo. So um, for people who are listening, can you tell them where they can find your stuff? Right. I mean, it's already amazing that you get like thousands of views. Your videos are amazing. You always like knocking those joints out. And now you're kind of moving to this new platform. We'll see if it's even easier for you to put more stuff out. Right. Um, but talk to us about how we can find your stuff, man. And, and you know where they can get you at and then how they can subscribe to your page. Yeah, man. So um, just type in a cruise hip hop corner on um, uh, what is that? YouTube. <laughs> And then uh, follow us on Twitter at the Crew HHC, and everything else is just the Crew's Hip Hop Corner, whether that be IG or Facebook. I really got to figure out a way to get Insta uh, Twitter to say the Crew's Hip Hop Corner as well. Somebody else already had it, man. Bro, like honestly, it's it's tough because you know I mean? there's just so many people trying to make Twitter pages, right? Like I, there's this one lady. Like, we've been trying to get MTNV at MTNV for for a minute now. You know who has it? Who? Some like older lady who never tweets. <laughs> who doesn't do anything and who never responds to my DMs, right? I say, hey, ma'am, willing to drop you a buck. 
If you give up this title, she give up the title. No, man. no response. No response. Every now and again, picture of a cat will come up. <laughs> right? Just, <laughs> I know. I know. Mitch Durrell had just tweeted, bro. He said, "I want to. I'm going to fight Mitch Durrell whenever I see them." And bro, it's like a picture of a girl, but it has Mitch Durrell. Mitch Durrell's handle is Mitch Durrell underscore, mm-hmm. but he wants to take off the underscore, but he can't because mm-hmm. somebody else has it. It's tough, bro. Like, it's tough out here. So, um, you know what? You just got to wait them out. You just got to wait them out. Yeah, let Twitter do their purge. Yeah, and I don't know when that's going to happen. The funny part is is that I'm hoping that they don't purge, you know, other things I'm connected to. You know what I mean? Because I've tried <laughs> my best. That you're not as active. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be purged out. Yo, thank you so much for joining us, bro. It's always dope to have you on the show. Um, are there some things that you're looking forward to, like, before the, the end of this whole quarantine? Are there some things you're looking forward to? Man, I really want to um, interview more artists, man. Um, I mean, because you got to think about it. We're at a point now, I I pride myself on quality and different things like that and, you know, try to be as professional as possible. But we're at a point now that because we're in this quarantine, all of this is normal. You know what I mean? So, so being able to interview somebody in the comfort of your own home and not have to worry about, do you have adequate lighting? And um, do you have a microphone that can pick up, you know, whatever needs to be picked up? And, you know, do we have a space that we can even film the interview at? That's not the green room. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of, I know I'm kind of behind the ball just because they opening up everybody around here now. Um, But this is going to be the new normal. I think that this is going to be the new normal. I think that Zoom is a great company to uh, invest in at this point because they really have made their mark into this quarantine, man. But, I mean, that's just my thing. But uh, definitely can't wait to be able to shake hands. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, it's, I don't know. No, think about it. It is so weird. to me. I don't know what shaking a hand is like anymore. Like, and it's only been two months. It, it's been a yeah. minute. It, it's crazy, man. It, it's been a minute. No, honestly, I haven't black dapped up anybody. In right. Seriously. Like, and you don't even know, like, you know, it, it's weird. Like, I don't even know what it's going to be like to get up and go to work. Big because fact. I've been working from home so long, I can wake up one minute before I'm supposed to start my shift clock in and get to work. Getting up a whole hour, hour and a half before yeah. having to yeah. be at work. I don't know Have- if I'll be able to. Being in traffic again, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the funny part is, is that um, for a little while, at least some jobs, you know what I mean? Maybe they'll be half at home, half at the job. You know what I mean? Because they realize they don't necessarily have to have everybody there. But I I honestly can't wait for certain stuff. Like, I can't wait to go back to a movie. You feel me? Like, to sit in a movie theater and like, you know, really feel like I love being at my home, my home, you know, theater. Right. And getting a chance to, to. Borrow some, you know, newly released movies. <laughs> but <laughs> are you giving them back? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Right after I'm done. <laughs> well, them apps be coming in handy, boy. Right after I'm done, I always give it right back. I never. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I uh, that yeah. But you heard about AMC? They they may not be coming back. That's I don't I don't foresee that being a for real thing. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't see AMC because I feel like um, places like Studio Movie Grill will be back, right? And the Studio Movie Grill is coming back. Uh, once the economy's coming back, I, I don't see AMC as not coming back. There's just no way. But the problem was they're already in debt. They were in, what they say, so many hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt before the wow. pandemic. So 
now that the pandemic is hitting, they can't get any money. They're, they're too far in a hole. That's what, that's what I've heard. I don't I'm know. Betting, that's what I'm I've heard. Betting, I'm betting somebody comes through and buys them out. You know what I mean? Like now that, even now if, that could be a possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm with it's that. It's just too much money in the movie theater industry or movie theater. Um, you know, um, like it's just too much money in that for somebody know. to just pass up on that opportunity. It's just too much money in it, bro. But I think that you know when you start looking at people like Disney who are releasing their movies right now during the pandemic on their streaming platforms. Bad bad. Net, Netflix is going crazy right Big now. Facts. Um, Big facts. Big facts. So. A lot of these things are going to be the new normal, um, and they're going to. I think they're going to realize that movie theaters just. I mean, they're outdated. I think that's what it's going to boil down to. Because think about it: what has all the movie theaters done? They've now moved to where you can get, you can have drinks now, you can eat now, get a whole they meal, get a whole meal, and then change Restaurant. the seats. A lot of these movie theaters are attached to. Uh, Fun, fun places where you can play games and stuff. Yeah, like now. the main event and stuff like right, that. Yeah, right, exactly. So they're they're trying to continue to do things to stay relevant or to to have people come out. Man, that um, I just with Disney them realizing how much money they can make by releasing strictly on their streaming platform. I I don't know, man. I think it's gonna pre be pretty rough for a lot of these movie theaters. Because think about it, you you've seen a bunch already get shut down before the pandemic. Mm. No, oh man, I remember we used to go there and go to a movie theater, you know, watch movies there. Oh, this used to be so and so. Like, I know we have several here that are no longer here anymore. Some of it initially was the um, you know, there were there were shootings in movie theaters which made people a little work. <laughs> it did it make did. people a little weary. Okay. Yeah, I it made people feel like like I remember um so with my wife, right? She was like, I said, baby, let's go to a movie. She's like, I don't want to sit in a dark place with people I don't really know right now. I'm like, that's what the movie theater is. Like <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, turn on all the lights, man, and play the movie. Turn all the lights on and play the movie. But yeah, man, it's so much stuff I'm looking looking forward to, man. Just um, you know, being able to go to the malls, go shopping. I haven't been able to wear like real clothes in months, you know, because I ain't had to go nowhere other than the grocery fight. store. Well, the so, big facts, bro. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to run and and do exercise right now. So whenever I do get it back in regular clothes, maybe I feel better in them. Like that's that like that's hey man, that's it's my whole vibe right me. now. Same goal for me. People like Jared Sanders up here looking like skeletons because they dropping so much weight, man. <laughs> Him and Marty. So yeah, yeah. Man, I'm right there with you, man. I I'm I'm trying my hardest. I ran around my uh, complex three times or three different days. That was two weeks ago, but that's not the point. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Hey, man. Hey, small steps, brother. Small steps. Do it. Do it one more time in two weeks from now, and man, you're on your way, man. Look, man. I'm telling you, I'm I'm down. That's what's good. Yo, thank you so much for joining us, bro. We really appreciate you, man. How can we pray for the hip hop corner, man? Hey, man. Just uh. Just pray that, uh, you know, we stay safe, um, that we pray that we have uh, fresh ideas um, and just, you know, that that's the whole thing, because one half of the hip hop corner is my family and that's my brother. And he, he's an essential worker. He works at Walgreens. So mm-hmm. he's never been able to um, stay at home or quarantined or anything, man. Um, and so that just just safety, man, and good health. Absolutely. We'll be doing that, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Be easy. All right, y'all. We out. God bless. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. 
No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. What's good? It's your boy Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it.